at first. So my strategy, I work in social media now also. So yeah, yeah. I had a, you know, I had that brain. So I had that, the thought process that I had going was I will make songs that I know black Twitter will hate. Thus mm-hmm. black Twitter will make fun of them and retweet my songs oh. and then continue to make fun of them. And it worked beautifully until it got into the hands of Howard Stern. He played it on the radio. He thought it was hilarious. And then his audience thus thought it was hilarious because he thought it was hilarious. So then when it kept going, you know, uh, down that lane, it, it became uh, just like a cool thing rather than just something that was meant to be made fun of. Um, so, yeah, yeah that, then that was that. And YouTube has since deleted that YouTube channel and those songs <laughs> no longer exist. <laughs> And now we're here. And now we're here. <laughs> Let's start the episode. <laughs> Click. Remember that record that you bought me like two years ago? Well, I just remember that it's sitting in the closet. So I called you up just to tell you I've been meaning to listen to that. I've been meaning to listen to that. Why don't you come over and talk about it? Welcome to I've Been Mean to Listen to That, the podcast where we go through albums we've been mean to listen to and use as a conduit to learn about each other and our guests. I'm Andrew Ambrose Lee. I'm Sean Wilkinson. And I'm Michael Amentado. Sean and Michael, we're at the end of um, Con May West. Thank God. Uh, yeah. This yeah. Is, by the way, this is going to be a four-hour episode. So like, this is like, Get ready. strap in though. Buckle up. <laughs> like Sean's I haven't happy. eaten dinner yet. <laughs> but like how are you guys feeling about it like how are you guys like towards the end of it like how are you guys feeling well we when you stepped out we had a little conversation about this we're both very ready to be done with it yeah <laughs> but i will say it it went better than i thought it like i enjoyed it more than i thought i would yeah <laughs> and i do feel Sick. like I, I feel like i have a i don't want to say respect i have an understanding <laughs> of kanye west now <laughs> cool cool i don't know yeah, there you go so. Yeah. yeah, same. It's going to fuck up my Spotify wrapped, but you know what? I'm just going to live with it. I'm going to have to listen to a lot more music elsewhere to bump, you know, Kim Petrus, Marina the Diamonds, all those people back up. So Counteract it. Yeah. Keep them on top. Well, like but. you're like your Spotify wrapped is filled with Spotify rap. So that's pretty cool. <laughs> Whoa. Man. That was a realize bar real, I thought of. Realize, realize, real life. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But uh, let's introduce our guest today. Well, we got a very special guest here today. It's Kevin Chestnut. Uh, Kevin, what do you do? What's your deal? What's, uh, what's poppin'? It's your boy Kevin Chestnut. I currently work at Brother, which can be seen on the internet with an HQ behind it. Mm-hmm. Um, and I am a video producer and I'm also a social media coordinator. Um, and I'm a bunch of other things. I'm very essential to that company. <laughs> I'll, wow. I'll, I'll say that. Hey, good for you making yourself useful. <laughs> Thank you so much for coming on our show. Like, you've of been already so delightful. Like, it's Thank been you. like, we've been like, it just feels like we're clicking immediately. It's like, it feels really good. Um, right. So, uh, what is your uh, relationship to Kanye West's music, artistry, mm. and where are you now with it? Oh, 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 oh. Uh, it's a good thing we're doing a four-hour pot today yeah uh so <laughs> I, I was in on kanye very early 
Um, I remember him popping up on random uh, like Jay Z songs and whatnot. I'm like, who is who is this? Who is this guy? Yeah, I believe the first one was on like. Uh, when did he rap? He rapped on not Blueprint. He didn't rap on Blueprint. He just did beats on Blueprint. I think it was on Blueprint too. On the second disc, he he was like popped up on a song. And he, oh. he he spit a very awful verse. It was not good yeah. at all. Um, was, Girls call me a rock star. Turn a rock star. Billboard. Hot, I don't know some shit like that. Um, so <laughs> anyway, so I started off with Kanye very early, like uh, that era of Kanye. Uh, I remember. Um, when they remixed the, uh, that, the we are the champions my friends that was when i started to turn the corner on kanye and then i started getting into like his mixtape stuff and all that uh, like underground stuff that i'd have to download off of uh napster or kazaa or bear share or whatever thing we used to steal music off of back in the early 2000s um and i listened to just a bunch of that old kanye stuff a lot of the unreleased music a lot of the freestyles um that's uh, scary movies joint was just nuts i love that song i don't know if you guys ever heard it but it's it's crazy it's a bunch of like old mixtape uh kanye yeah. stuff the original version of home is so much better than the one that came out the one with john mm. legend oh my god if you have not heard the original version of home it's so it's so soulful it, it, it's super lo-fi it sounds terrible uh you know they did they never mastered it or mixed it but uh it's 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 just blows the chris martin version out of the water but anyway so i go wow. way back with uh with kanye was a huge fan uh when i had my website uh at the top it said international asshole because of his lyrics on <laughs> diamond um yes. so, <laughs> uh just couldn't couldn't be a bigger fan of kanye west until his untimely death in 2016. <laughs> wow. <laughs> yeah, like, oh man, went out on top. Like, yeah, he went Pablo. out on top. Pablo, <laughs> I was very much in on Pablo. I remember, like, Pablo puts me exactly into the space that I was in in 2016. I had first moved to LA, I was working at BuzzFeed. Uh, just it was just a crazy time. I was homeless for a bunch of times. Wow, just moving around places to places. People always like, hey, how do you how do you know so many different places in LA? It's because I lived in all of them. I lived in North Hollywood. I've lived in West Hollywood. I've lived in Inglewood. All the woods. Wow, uh, Kevin has resided in them. Um, uh, but yeah, so when he died after Pablo, man, I, I kind of yeah. went out. I kind of went out right there. Is that kind of like you're basically kind of like you're, you're kind of like severing it at the the knee, basically? You're just like, okay, I'm done. Like just after all all the shenanigans in 2016, are you kind of like, oh, oh I'm done? Or is it kind of like, yeah, he doesn't exist to me anymore. Like, okay, I, there's okay. no uh, like these uh, going back and listening to Jesus was an experience because I hadn't heard it in so long. Uh, mm-hmm. I haven't been in on anything that he's done. Uh, since his untimely demise in 2016. Do you do you not revisit old Kanye because of his death in 2016? <laughs> or do you still listen to his old stuff? I I, I did. Uh, recently, me and my girlfriend uh, went to Coronado Bay. And when we were coming back, I did like a little um, Cruel Summer run. Because uh, I was on a podcast and I, uh, about uh, white things that black people love. And I mentioned uh, Banana Rama's "Cruel Summer" because it's such a great song. Like I think that's why I'm such a big Karate Kid fan because I always just love the part when he's riding his bike and then Banana Rama mm-hmm. comes on and it's just it's like I love this part. I don't know he's not doing anything. He's just riding a bike uh, next to a school bus. <laughs> that is all that's happening. But that song is so good. Um, 
And yeah, I was mentioning it to them and then I was talking to my girlfriend about it. One thing leads to another. We're cruising down one of the slow highways in California listed into Cruel Summer. So yeah, like what was it about like about Kanye though to you that was so like powerful, meaningful, and like positive that you took into your own life basically? And that like made you a fan of him. Kanye was different. And he was more like me than pretty much any rapper that had ever existed. Like mm. my mom would dress me like that, like wearing pastels and the shorts and like polos and stuff like that. Like that's how I grew up. So I was like wearing those clothes and that was very much like my style. And I went to church. So I was, just, you know, when Jesus Walks came out, it was like, oh, this will be an easy end to get my mom to listen to this. Like I can, <laughs> make, I can explain this to her. She can understand, you know, understand this. Um, but yeah, he always just kind of connected to me on that level, um, where he just seemed more like me than any other rapper. Like I love Jay-Z, but like, I didn't grow up like Jay-Z. I didn't, I sold no drug. I didn't lose any bricks. Uh, <laughs> zero bricks were lost in my possession. Um, I didn't grow up like DMX or just any, like, I didn't do drugs. Like I still don't do drugs. I don't like drugs. That's why I don't do them. Yeah. Like I was just a regular kind of guy and uh Kanye was the most <laughs> like me <laughs> to, to I'm ever just exist. a regular guy I don't do drugs <laughs> I don't do those I don't do the drugs <laughs> but it's not that I don't do drugs it's just that I don't do drugs because I don't like it that's that's the that's the difference that's the, <laughs> like I was on it and then I stopped it's like no I just I don't like this <laughs> so I don't <laughs> yeah like it, it is like interesting because like so not only was he different from a lot of rappers, like he's different from like, like, cause I was like, what differentiated him? Like, and that's why he wasn't accepted in the rap game for so long was he wasn't like a, a gangster rap guy. Um, but he's also like different from, so like as his career progressed and he's also different from like David Bowie or Bruce Springsteen or like those guys, because he is, he's black, you know? It, it, and it, yeah, it's like, there's that cliche, like, Oh, Kanye taught me how it's it's okay to be weird, but like kind of, yeah. you know, like kind of, you know, in a like in a weird way, just like yeah, you know, like a little background for me personally, I guess, like because like we're like I I was the guy who wanted to do Kanye West month and stuff like that, and like uh, mm-hmm. Sean and Michael were kind of the neophytes a little mm. bit. Um, was like uh, I love like I knew of Kanye. This is like Jesus was like the first like. Kanye record I listened to because I was like much younger. I'm, I'm I was like I was like in high school when Yeezus came out like 2013, yeah. and uh, I, I like was I remember on Twitter it was like all ten songs were trending on Twitter basically yeah. like it was it got leaked and now all ten songs were trending oh, yeah. and everyone was talking about it. and I was like this is like him at the height of his power. Yeah, uh, I, I think I think like like you could kind of sense at Pablo era he's like less interested in music towards and stuff like that like yeah. he, like. Like I I know I know we made the the joke, but like that could have been a nice end to his career. Or just like you know, because he ends uh, life of Pablo with we wasn't supposed to make it past twenty five, yeah. you know, in like a very mm-hmm. solemn, you know, way, and like mm. you know, whatever. But like, yeah. um, <clears throat> but then, uh, 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 da, da, da. yeah. So like, I wasn't a fan initially because like this album really turned me off to him. I was like. 
this guy, this guy's blasphemy. I, I was like super Christian oh, back then too. You know, yeah, this guy's yeah, blasphemy. Yeah. He's saying he's saying he's God and you know, stuff like that. I was like, really? My my, my pearls and my druthers, you know. Yeah. <laughs> that is that is such a funny thing. I know we'll talk about it, but I grew up really in the church as well, and it was like Kanye West was like, oh my God, he's a blasphemer. Like he thinks he's God, but like I'm like you you took no time to like think about it or listen to the song <laughs> or like be like like it's tongue in cheek and it's like. I don't know, like, Christians well, don't understand tongue-in-cheek, which is why yeah. uh, a, well, it's church like, attendance rates are dropping, plummeting. That's it, the only it's reason. It's also, like, this whole, like, Lil Nas X thing. It's, like, they're just taking, like, what they see. Like, they're not yeah, actually, yeah. like, diving right. into it and learning Like, I, I, I mentioned it in the Talia episode, like, the My Beautiful Dark Twisted Fantasy episode. And, like, uh, but, like, I didn't, I wasn't saying, like, the reasoning was the same. I'm just saying, like, the, the method was kind of similar. The point is, like, uh, I was, like, really, like, off put by this album and then uh, as i grew older and stuff like that i really grew to appreciate all his his entire discography and like um because they were like very much events basically like even if i didn't even if people didn't like it they like watch the live stream of like pablo or whatever it's kanye season yeah mm. easy season easy season, easy season yeah the reason i wanted to do this month was because uh he grew to become one of my favorite artists and then he ran for then like in 2020 like the Trump hat stuff was pretty, like, really unforgivable and stuff like that. But then, like, in 2020, it was actually, like, there was, like, a period of time where I was like, oh, actually, like, he actually, you know, he, what's GLC said, um, he, tr- Kanye gave him the box of Trump hats and said, I'm never wearing these again. And he said, the only reason I wore these was to get, talk to Trump, so to let people out of jail, you know? And then also like uh, he walked with Black Lives Matter. He like I know I know like it doesn't it doesn't quite add up. It doesn't quite. I'm not yeah. saying it's like it doesn't quite add up because like on SNL he did like uh, he did go on that rant about Trump like yeah. afterwards and stuff like that. And yeah. then like he has no pass. Yeah yeah exactly. But then like yeah he walked with like Black Lives Matter and then he like donated to like Breonna Taylor's like uh, lawyer fund yes. and mm-hmm. like. George Floyd's like daughter's like college, he paid for it, mm-hmm. like all of it. I was like, and he was like very quiet about it. He wasn't like making a stink of it. He wasn't yeah. like announcing himself. I was like, wow, he's actually like, okay. You know, and then like mm-hmm. he ran, then he ran for president. And I was like, Kanye, <laughs> <laughs> no, you were doing yeah, so I was well. Like, like totally- <laughs> Open Mike Eagle had a tweet of just like, man, I was this close to almost like not hating Kanye. <laughs> like, you know, like, yeah. And then it's just like, um, so yeah, like I just I really had like an existential crisis yeah. last year. Like it's, and I know like yeah, and I, at that time I, I was like kind of more like just like uh kind of dissociating a little bit, kind of compartmentalizing. I'm just I love this music. This yeah. music helps me get through the day. Like yeah. this music is like beautiful and like empowering and all that stuff. So like I listen to this. And then but then just like where it became where it became like to the the public life and like the the arts it became too entangled basically and i, I was mean, like yeah there's there's always that uh that personal conflict within all of us where it's like how do you separate the artist from the music yeah. or mm-hmm. at what point is it impossible to separate the artist yeah. from the music uh you know like a situation like r kelly like if you hear his voice you'd be like oh 
Like I saw, <laughs> yeah, I, yes, I, yes. I was listening to the Isley Brothers the other day, and it like he started like singing on one of the hooks, and it was like jarring. Mm. I was like, ah, I haven't heard this in a long time. I didn't know what <laughs> yeah, to do. Yeah. I was like, do I just crash the car? Like I don't understand. Yeah. <laughs> that, like, that's what you're <laughs> supposed to do yeah. if you're a real ally to the people that are coming. <laughs> that's, right. that's, right. that's right. I'm total, total that, Yeah. That's right. I'm showing solidarity by uh, <laughs> raising my smashing your premium. Corolla. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. If it's not Corolla. If it's not totaled, you're not an ally. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. Uh, but yeah, you know, it's always it's always difficult to tell like where you should be. Like, should I listen to Michael Jackson or should I listen yeah. to yeah. Kanye or whatever? And I kind of just tell people, just do whatever you feel. Like, if you like to listen to Kanye West, listen to Kanye West. Like, I personally don't mess with mm-hmm. him anymore. But yeah. I'm not gonna tell anybody else like, hey, you shouldn't be listening to that. Uh, you know. Yeah. Well, and I also think, like, we mentioned, I think I mentioned this on College Dropout, but, like, I know for Andrew, like, Kanye was there for you when you, like, needed him the most, basically, and he really empowered you. And so I think if you're, I think if you're recognizing that he's said some pretty unforgivable things, but also if you're taking the messages from the songs of confidence and, like, the positive stuff, I guess, if you're taking that and turning it into something good and positive... I think that's like almost like a fuck you to Kanye to be like, I don't know. So I think I think if you're doing that, that's cool, and you're recognizing that. Yeah. I'm taking your art and I'm making what I I'm getting what yeah. I need out of your art as as instead of you telling me what I'm supposed to get out of your art. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. And like totally. that's the thing that like really like I don't know if you guys seen the Zane Lowe interview that he I like, watched like part with- of it. Yes, it's so good. Uh, it's like one of my <laughs> like like I posted about it. it's like one of my favorite interviews of all time. But like the thing he said. It's just like God, I never took Polaroids. <laughs> <laughs> it's funny. It's funny. It's great. Like, um, but like the what idea. What does she just, know about a camera? <laughs> there yeah, you go. Like, that was the one. <laughs> I like some of the Gaga songs. What the fuck she know about cameras? Right. That's yeah. <laughs> oh wait, wait. I did have a question. Sorry. What were Kanye and Gaga supposed to do their tour? Yeah, they're supposed after to tour this album. After or no, after um. It was after 808s, and it was like before the Taylor Swift incident. Oh, yeah. okay. And it got okay. canceled mm. because of that, you know, because there's so okay. much bad press around it. Mm. Um, Donald Glover had a really funny bit about just like how weird it would have been. Uh, just like, you know, <laughs> pa, 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 pa. You know, just like, and then there's a baby in like a beach ball, and the, kid, the kid's like, why did they put me in here? <laughs> what? what? Well, I think it's so funny is she probably would have had Kanye and her would have probably made like do what you want or like the equivalent, which would have been just as problem. Like she would have still distanced herself. You know what I mean? Like she been like still deleting that. Christina Aguilera is still going to be the duet on this song. Yeah. Um, but like, let's get into Jesus. Let's get into Jesus the album. Get into Jesus. Yeah, Jesus just rose again, and he's a good guy. He's a good guy. Aww. You know, known him, known him fifteen years. He's a good guy. He loves his private life. Um, but like, uh, <laughs> but like, what is your uh, what were your like preconceived Kevin? What were your like preconceived notions about Jesus the album, basically? Um, <clears throat> when I first heard Jesus, I didn't know what to expect, uh, especially coming off 808s and Heartbreak. I didn't know what kind of Kanye West was coming next or how, how I should go about receiving that Kanye. And then when I first heard it, um, I didn't like it because uh, it was so rough and raw that it was just like, uh, what's happening? And then uh, I just kept listening to it, and then I eventually just fell in love with it. <laughs> Originally, it was just like, okay, I'll listen to Bound 2. This is the only song that is a Kanye song, and mm-hmm. I will reject the rest of this. And then I just kept listening to it, and it just all it all came, it all 
you know, turned around. I should have had the track list up so I can know yeah, yeah. the specific song titles. <laughs> like um, the cheer- I always just call it the cheerleader song. But the cheerleader song is- <laughs> like uh, Black Skinhead, like you're talking about. Yes, Black Skinhead. When <laughs> yeah, that I think that was the first one that kind of like started turning me. And then um, I made a parody song to New Slaves. And then I just kind of became a fan of New Slaves because I kind of went through all the lyrics and flipped everything all the way around. The premise of it was see, he was having all those issues with the paparazzi and whatnot. So it was just about him and dealing with the paparazzi and, and, and you know. It grew on you over time, basically, thing. is what you're saying. Yeah, it definitely grew. But it, it wasn't a long period of time. It was This was over like the course of like weeks. It was, oh, wow. I, was wow. I was all in. I remember specifically I was going on. All a, in on that alimony, yeah. I was, exactly. Yeah. I was actually speaking of that song, "Blood on the Leaves." I was listening to it. It was. It was a. Da- I went on a date. Do not remember with who. Don't remember where we went. But I remember driving back home and listening to "Blood on the Leaves," and I was just like <laughs> bumping it so hard. I was like, "Yo, this is crazy." I love this song. Yeah. And I didn't like this. Like, I that was a skip. It, it, you know, it was like one of those things where I kind of like, I'll just skip to the songs that I like. I'll just like cherry pick off of the albums, um, and then eventually, you know. Two songs becomes four songs. Four songs become six songs. Yeah, there's yeah. only ten songs in the album, so you get where the end of this could go. Um, yeah, it so. exponentially goes until it ends. <laughs> I do I, like so with like the like Sean has like expressed to me that he doesn't like this album very much. We'll get into it. We'll get into why soon. Um, like Sean been is enough doing, weeks. Sean is doing his tis tis voice, but like I do like you know because like it did take me like. Uh, and I guess like I'm I'm very much a late bloomer with music and in life generally. But like the I like it took me a few years to like appreciate this album, and then like 808s the same thing. And then like, um, yeah, it, it might be harder now, like given Kanye as a person and everything like that, mm-hmm. like to like yeah. go like want to go back, you know, or like feel okay going back. Like, mm-hmm. but but I feel like this is an album that like. The first list, the first few listens is such a shock to your system 1, that that like when you're like then when you know what's to expect you're like wow this, this is actually kind of transgressive this is actually really really yeah yeah like, we'll get into it I really mm-hmm. liked it the first listen through because oh, wow it was so different and I was like I've never heard anything like this really yeah and then listening back to it and like listening to the lyrics. And I was like, this is not really doing it for me. I don't really care about any of what he's talking about. I, this is very boring to me. <laughs> Michael, what, where were you with this album? This is the album all of my <laughs> white, straight college friends love. This is their favorite <laughs> Kanye album. And so wow. I, I said, hmm, I will not be listening to that. Like, you have to listen to one of my albums before I'll listen to that. And they're like, no. I've already heard Born to Die. And I'm like, listen to it again. And I'll listen to, I'll listen to that. And I'm like, okay. But uh, <laughs> sorry, not to talk about another problematic artist. But uh, I just, I was like, you know, that was pretty much all I knew about it. But um, coming into this week, I opened the album and I saw it was only 40 minutes, which was a big blessing for me to wrap up this, uh, yeah. this Kanye listened through. Because we just did late registration, uh, recording wise, an and hour that like is ten. twice as long. No, it is an hour twenty. So, yeah, yep. And I was like, let me out of this. There's hell. like a few times where, like, you know, the the uh, the track in uh, the Nas track, where it's like it ends, and then kind of like, oh, we're still doing the song. Even if it's the baby for today, you know? I liked it, and I like listening to this kind. 
because I, I would not listen to this on my own. Like, not no Kanye stuff I would, like, approach on my own and be like, can't wait to listen to this, especially in, like, 2021. But I'm, like, glad to have listened to it. Because I grew up very sheltered and I didn't listen to a lot of music. And the music I did listen to, I'd had to kind of, like, listen to in secret, you know? And uh, I did not want to get caught red-handed with Kanye West, like, <laughs> especially. You know what I mean? Like, there's, I think that was, like... Like, rap in general, I think, was looked looked down upon. And so it was, like, not just not something I listened to. Then when I could pick music to listen to, rap wasn't in my, like, repertoire. So Yeah, repertoire. Rap- Damn it! I was, you know, <laughs> trying to get to it. Just... <laughs> yeah, like, uh, I, already, I already went through my, like, preconceived notions, really. Just, like, I was, like, very, um, I was very against, I was very, like, you know, you know, this is blasphemous, blah, 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 blah. And, like, also just, like, you know, it's very, it felt very shallow. It felt very, like, he was, like, talking, like, but I, like, listening to it, like, as I grew to appreciate it, I realized it's, like, all rudimentary English. It's all, like, gut rudimentary English. No, like, poetry or no, like, you know, lyrical acrobats, like, college dropout or, like, late registration or anything like that. It's very much, this is my gut. This is just, like, I, and I'm going to put it in the simplest, rawest terms possible. These, like, really intricate messages in the most simple, rawest form so any, anyone can understand it. Yeah, some of know? it's very, like, stream of conscious, like, just, like, letting it definitely. flow. Raw is the word that I would definitely use to uh, describe this album. Um, even from the... I'm, I'm, I know he told a story. I don't remember to who or when i remember him telling a story about him going to rick rubin and having and then rick rubin was just like script all of this away from the album and just leave it as this uh version of the album and that's the one we got because it's like that's what minimalism actually means is not it's not to have less things because it's cool it's more the the have the things that have the most impact you know like that's what it actually yeah 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 and like it was like there's like a three-hour cut and then like but it was also kanye's intuition to like strip it back as much as possible like he's like if you can take things out that's better you know rather because like my beautiful dark twisted fantasy is so maximal of just like layers and layers and layers and layers of hundreds of things i'm sorry there was a three hour cut of this record yeah and he wrapped it to seth rogan in a limousine Kevin, I saw a tweet that was like, this proves that, that both Seth is the best person in the world and Kanye is the worst person in the world, like, simultaneously. Because he traps Seth Rogen and his wife in a limousine to wrap the entire album. I love that. Uh, one of my friends explained uh, too many movies to me, and I yelled at him. Actually, yelled at him. So, <laughs> so because I was like, I don't want to hear about the plot of Ice Age two for longer than five minutes, and you you have kept us here at this lunch table for twenty minutes talking about the plot of Ice Age two, and I cannot abide this. This is not that deep, <laughs> right? Uh, yeah, but like it was like um, it was like very like because Rick Rubin was kind of like um brought in close to the end of the production and then like he, he kanye played them all the music and rick rubin was like wait so i have people like whose albums are coming out much later who are like further along than you and kanye is like oh that's interesting <laughs> <You know>? <laughs> <laughs> but it's also like it's like um kanye was like i will score all these touchdowns in the last like quarter or whatever basically that was his like approach and it was like very much inspiration like just like 
it was, it was like very much like it's kind of 808's part two, you know. It's in a lot of ways. And no, then, one thousand percent. I, I uh, actually, I, there's a emotional connection that I have with uh, with this album, and I think it's because it's a lot of it is what I wanted from 808's and uh, oh wow, because yeah. I didn't look. I I'm the person who like. This is this is ass. I don't feel this. <laughs> I'm, with yep. I'm with you. Um, yeah, I'm with you. It's like I remember he first. I, I'm like a music historian weirdo kind of guy, but I remember the first time he performed it on the uh, the VMAs. He performed "Love Knockdown" for the first time. No one had ever heard it before. I remember when he performed it there. It was beautiful. I wish I could find that performance somewhere, but it does not exist online for whatever reason. Uh, it was incredible. But I remember when it came out and hearing it in that form and just being like just kind of it just didn't feel right it didn't it didn't connect the same way i don't know what what changed well i know the auto-tune was there because there was an auto-tune microphone back in 2008 or whenever that was but he uh yeah he just had to like sing it himself and uh i felt like 808s kind of like leaned too far into the auto-tune thing and he didn't really use it right like that's why auto tune needed to die because nobody else could kind of figure out how to use it like T-Pain used it and like sing with it as opposed to like I'm going to put I'm going to try to sound like that and then put auto tune on top of it and just make it sound even crazier like mm-hmm. Lil Wayne was the worst offender yeah. he sounded <laughs> terrible with auto tune cuz he yeah. was like try to make the you can tell he was trying to sound like he was doing auto tune before he put the auto tune right. on it. and it just was like like this is too much we out of here baby <laughs> <laughs> Like all the way out on yeah, this. Yeah, yeah. Scared. <laughs> there will be no licking of any lollipops here. <laughs> yeah, this is like 808's part two in terms of like how raw, like how it's like just like pure inspiration of like why he created this album. Because like uh, my beautiful dark twisted fantasy was born out of trying to get people back, trying to get the audi- the goodwill of the audience back. And then he says in this album, as soon as they like you, make him unlike you. You know, just like. Cause that's like who he is. That's who he is. Like he's rock and roll. He's like punk, you know, music. First of all, it feels more true to Kanye, you know, cause like it, he says it's not like him to kiss people's ass and like try and like win people over like that, you know? So it's like, he, he loves being controversial. He loves being like challenging and like in your face and stuff like that. Instead of like trying to get everyone to love him and stuff. So like, yeah, like, cause I feel like this is the album he would make if he didn't have to make Ado, if he didn't have to make my beautiful dark twisted fantasy. Cause it's like, you know, cause it's like, you know, did not like, you know, deny dabda you know denial a- denial then anger you know this is his anger you know phase basically there's no like traditional single on the album at all it's just like i'm just giving this to you here is he still in the bargaining portion where he's still selling shoes and stuff like, <laughs> yeah. uh, this is like the yeah this is a, this is still nike easy yeah so like that's the thing like that's the big thing though like is like so um the big thing is like he wanted to transition out of music and kind of focus more on fashion full time but then he kind of he talks about it in the zane Lowe interview of like you know him as a celeb- celebrity uh by like you know he was like he was happy like i'm a millionaire it's cool i got a cool car and stuff like that but then he reached the glass a glass ceiling for like a celebrity or a black person and then realized oh i, I don't actually have real power you know i can make statements I can say things, you know, but I can't, ch- it's not going to stop shootings in Chicago. It's not going to, you know, he, that, that's, what, that's what he's talking about. Like, it's not going to, 
you know, change the world. It changes through industry. You know, it changes because it's like set up where you can't do it on your own. You can't like um, for like him to like, for example, like make shoes and stuff like that. And like people love the the Nike Yeezys. People love those. And like they sold for like $90,000 and stuff like that. And then like, but then like people, Nike was like, how do we control you? You know, how do we, you know, how do we control you? Like, how do you, how do we, you know, instead of go, going, Kanye, make more. These are great. Yeah, good job, buddy. He, they were like, this is not, they were like, this is not good. You know, like we, we can't have a guy this power. We can't have a guy that in control the zeitgeist, you know, like how do we control that guy? And then he's like, no, you know, no, I will not be controlled. You know, because and then hopefully through his actions, he's like hoping to inspire people because if you can't control me, you can't control him. You can't control him. You can't control her. That was the inspiration for the album. But it's like growing, getting at something much more sinister and much more kind of fucked up about like how things are set up to control people. You know, I, I, I and that's what I really, really fuck with. Like, I love that so much. Well, you put a lot more thought into the album than I did. I'll tell you that. I'll tell you. <laughs> you know what, though? Like, there's like, I remember as a kid, uh, like when I was like, maybe um, when Despicable Me came out like that, like, you know, with the minions and stuff like that. And like, uh, one of my, <laughs> one of the older kids, I was like, you know, what, I, I remember liking the movie at the time. And then... Uh, one of the older kids said, like, that movie sucks. And then I was like, no, it's actually like a deconstruction of the bake system. Like, <laughs> was like you know, <laughs> like reading more into it than was there. So, but that being said, I think there is stuff here. I think there is actual, like, as a as an old, you know, wizened being, I actually, like, and I put, and like, it's not just me. I, I listened to the Dissect podcast, which did a season on this, and uh, watching the th- watching the throne it's like a kanye west podcast that like dissects this album a little bit too so it's, it's not, I, i'm not i didn't come up with all this myself hey it's all you could have took credit i know but let's get into themes of this album uh what do you feel are the themes of this album blasphemy <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> first of all uh anyone who listens to this sinner going to hell <laughs> just want to get that off my chest hell. Uh, let me think uh hell. let's see let's, oh. yeah hell uh no, uh, let me give let me a real answer. It talks a lot about... I was fine with that. Okay, th- that's what I mean. <laughs> All right, Sean, it. what's your answer? <laughs> Bless up. Thanks. God, I'm, I've got God's back. I'm watching out for all the blasphemers like Kanye. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, no. What else, what else were you going to say? No, that's it. I'm done. Your turn, John. <laughs> yeah, he, yeah, he told you. John, like, let's turn to you then now. I don't know, man. I don't, don't know, know I really man. Felt, I really felt, like, all over the place about this album. Um... I don't know. It's just so soaked in like ego. He's so egotistical that I just really like. Yeah, I lost so much interest in this album. <laughs> a lot of these are about like, like he has a song about like fame. Just like I think "Blood on the Leaves" is about like fame, kind of just potentially destroying relationships, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so, I I think that aspect of it is interesting. But like, then he has songs like, um, oh, what's the one? Um, well, I am a god. He's like, this song is about me not going to fashion week. And I'm like, I don't <laughs> fucking care. Like, yeah, yeah. That's such a privileged, like, thing to, I don't. Sure, sure. A fa- if aspect of fame I'm not interested in. Yeah. Whereas, like, what I really liked about My Beautiful Dark Twisted Fantasy was, like, 
he was tackling the idea of fame in such a way of like, I feel lost. I feel confused. Whereas a lot of this album just feels like, man, like I, I, I just want to see some fashion. Like, <laughs> I don't know. It's just boring to me. Yeah. I don't know. This album definitely feels like the Kanye that we were getting at that time where like from the crazy Zane Lowe interviews to the crazy, uh, the sway interview, you don't got the answers sway. Like if this album felt like those interviews like it was like this is th- those interviews in album form i truly i i actually told sean and michael like listen to this interview it's like another album it's like yeezus 2 basically yeah it's, it's the uh what they call it? the dvd commentary yeah uh, yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah director's commentary yeah, yeah, yeah director's yeah. commentary. there you go <laughs> yeah yeah to that i would say um first of all i think it's theater i think it's like the I am a God segment of the album is theater. It's height. It's it, he's like Bon Iver talked about this album and he's like, yeah, he's not like that all the time. <laughs> he's not, the, he's not like that all the time. You know, it's art. It's a movie. It's like, it's a, this, this album follows a three act structure, you know, like it's really interesting how it like, you're not telling me he's not like egotistical all the time. He he is like, but like he, there are moments where he's like, you you'll see interviews where he's like turned like you know the sway interview or like some of like that, but then you'll see an interview where he's just kind of like, you know, zen and we kind of like a, you know, socially awkward kind of guy. It's, it's a bit of a character to a uh, to a certain degree. Yeah, it's Jesus. It's like, Jesus. Yeah, you know? exactly. Yeah, it's like this is this is who you're getting on this day. Like yeah. uh, on different parts of the day, you can get a different version of Kevin. Mm-hmm. Um, if you're bothering me when I just woke up, very different than what you're going to get when uh, it's in you're the on a and we're doing great a podcast. podcast, laughing exactly. with your new pals. <laughs> exactly, <laughs> totally, totally different person. Totally yeah, different yeah. person. Yeah, I can get that to some degree. I just, I guess, it's a character I'm not interested in. Yeah, that's and that's fine too. That's fine too. I, I'm like, yeah, I really wish you guys like watch the whole thing because it's like it's real, like it's really illuminating. I watched illuminating. 75% of that interview. Okay, okay. I, I watched the whole thing in 2013. I don't know what, if that counts for uh, anything. <laughs> I, 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 I watched the other 25% that Michael didn't watch. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so like together, you're just like, yeah, we got person. it. <laughs> um, you, you consist of one. I, I've also seen this. I'll watch this like just on my own, like every three months or something like that. Or just like when I need like a little boost, you yeah. know. Um, I will say it did make me listen to some of the other Zane Lowe thing. Cause I didn't, oh, Zane Lowe's not... a great interviewer. He's so good at Well, he, he lets Kanye talk. Yeah, which is yeah. like ninety yeah. percent of the job of being an interviewer. Yeah, <laughs> so. yeah, just let the let the let, let the person talk. So, anyways, uh, yeah. I was like, uh, I've read the oh, story. No, okay. <laughs> <laughs> shut up, shut up, shut up, shut up. Perfect. I'm sorry. Um, yeah. Uh, so, anyone else? Like, anyone have like themes they want to like you know rattle out there though? Because I got a whole thing. You know? <laughs> it's, it's, the theme of the album is like, there is no theme. It's like anything goes on this. It's almost yeah. like, it was like a compilation to a degree because none of the songs really match each other. There's no real feel to the album. It's just like, this is just crazy. Like, don't don't, yeah. E- yeah. don't even expect anything because if you expect something, something else is going to happen. It's, uh, I'm going to sing here. I'm going to rap here. Here's this weird beat. Here with a farting sound in it. Yeah. Oh, now, yeah. Now I'm going to do a soul sample and get some Charlie Wilson here. Like yeah. it's, yeah. it doesn't match. It's, it's very, ec- it's very eclectic. Yeah. It's exactly. Like, um, it it is like I do think this is the best look into his mind 
that we've gotten yeah. so far, yeah. you know? Chaos. Like, yeah, just yeah. like how, and yeah, like bipolar disorder, just like this is how yeah. it, like manic depressive or just like, you know, h- how like hyped he is and then like how like ashamed he is in another song and something like yeah. that. Yeah, he does like yeah. 180s all over the place. Yeah. 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 Like, yeah, this doesn't. The, this doesn't the Jamaican go. sample is so insane. Just I <laughs> love that is my favorite song on the yeah. on the album because it's just it, it, it's it, chaos. It's, like kinda, it's just exactly it's chaos. It's like it's one speed, then it's this speed, and then yeah. all of a sudden the the Jamaican guy comes in and <laughs> I'm about my man. Don't that don't that. It's good, and it's like there's no it. It, it breaks all the like because like. The thing he talks about is like, you know, I proved I could do perfect. I proved yeah. the, my beautiful dark twisted fantasy college dropout. Those are perfect albums, all that stuff. And then yeah. he, you have to know the rules to break the rules. And yeah. like, he doesn't do traditional 16 bars or anything like that, mm-hmm. yeah. you know? And, you know, I was going to say, uh, actually, oddly enough, Joe Budden, he was talking about this like semi recently. Joe Biden. No, Joe Biden. That'd be hilarious if Joe Biden was talking. That's about That's what I thought. You Joe said. Biden's like walking around the White House, like you yeah, know, like him and Kamala walking around. They're like, we love Jesus. We love to walk and we love to listen to Jesus. Yeah, yeah walking and listening to Jesus. Yes. They, they would. Um, they would have dismantled more societal structures if they did. Yeah, they did. They, they probably. Yeah, we'd be much further along. Yeah, I uh, know. But uh, Joe Joe Budden, the mm. rap, well, former rapper, now podcaster. Yeah, he was talking about um, the uh, Bruno Mars and uh, Anderson Pock song, mm. uh, the, which is uh, good. Leave the door open. Yeah, yeah. it's a fantastic yeah. song. But the reason he said he didn't love it was because it was too perfect. It was like this is the prototypical single like this is the best version of this song it's like immaculately produced yeah it's just exactly it's just too polished too perfect there's no rawness there's no like weird ad lib where somebody just kind of does a riff and just starts Mm. you know going off and singing doing it's just it's just perfect cut you know like they made it uh uh in a lab with the protractor or something (laughs) (laughs) it's just a perfect song and uh Jesus is obviously very much the opposite of that. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it, yeah. And um, so okay, so there, like, the, I'm crediting watching the throne and uh, the dissect podcast for a lot of these, like, how the the three act structure basically. Um, so uh, start. We introduce on site. We introduce the world to like this Jesus character, shallow, vulgar asshole. You know, he's just he's in the club. He's acting up. He's living his life. Black skinhead, the call to adventure. He is like, he's ascended, he's ascended, he's ascended. You know, a middle America packed in, came to see me in my black skin. But then just realizing, oh, like, this, the world's still kind of fucked up. The world's still, like, there's still a systemic racism malaised over, you know, society. And I want to free people. And then I Am A God is him trying to hype himself up. And then New Slaves is him attempting the coup you know attempting the revolution of just like saying you can't control me and then um and then what's it called like but then the the swedish breakdown at the end is him like failing and then he yeah and then he like (laughs) kevin's facial expression is so good but like then, (laughs) then he like sinks into a depression through hold my liquor he tries to make it up through sex and like excess life through like you know i'm in it and then, you know, we have a flashback to Blood on the Leaves. It's like, why is he this way? Is because he had his heart broken and his family ripped apart due to 
fame and consumerism and stuff like that. So then, like, the third act is, like, a uh, guilt trip is him, you know, just, like, realizing that, you know, uh, you know, I did this to myself. I, you know, the line about the keyhole, like, you know, peeping through the keyhole locked by myself. I did this to myself. And then, like, hmm. uh, uh, send it up is him returning to the club, you know, basically, and saying, like, this is bullshit. <laughs> I don't care about any of this. And then bound to is him find, trying love again. You know, bound to is him going, you know, I'm not perfect. I'm a bad guy. I have this reputation, but I'm going to try but, love hey, again. Ain't you nobody know? perfect. <laughs> Yeah, ain't nobody perfect, and just everybody like, makes mistakes. And then, 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 just like uh, the Jerome's in the house, watch your mouth bit is like that's a character in Martin. That's like a ridiculous character, and it's like that's the moment where he's like, <laughs> "I'm doing, I'm doing sound effects." And then, yeah, it's like um, the Jerome's in the house, watch your mouth is him like pulling the curtain back and saying, "This is theater." You know, this is ridiculous. Like, I'm not, I'm actually not Jesus, basically. Yeah. You know, and like the cell sample in Bound 2 is like old Kanye, you know, it's him oh, doing yeah. old Kanye mixed with new Kanye oh. and stuff like that. And it's like, it's, it's kind of like uh, Taylor Swift's <laughs> reputation where like, I, I know it's like a crazy comp- comparison, but like, <laughs> you know, the whole like buildup was like, oh, the old Taylor's dead, you know, ooh, you know, yeah. doing that. And then realize, then the album progresses and it's like, oh, old Taylor's still there. You know, old <laughs> Taylor is still there. Like, she hasn't, like, she's just putting on a thing. So, like, the the God, you know, I am a God, you know, when he says that, like, I really mess with what he said about, you know, why he says I am a God. Because he's like, you know, when I say, like, I am a God, like, people are like, who does he think he is? But then he's like, I, I just told you, like, I'm a god. And then it's like, would it be better if I said, like, I'm a gangster, I am a I'm a slave, I'm a you know, a yeah. pimp or something like that? Like, if I don't affirm who I am, everyone else is gonna tell me who I am. You know? Yeah. If I don't like especially and he says, especially because I was shipped over here like and my last name's a slave owner's name, you know? Like so it's like it's a level of like society saying how could you say that? You know, how yeah. can you, how could you want to break free from like this mentality that like, so that we can't control you anymore, basically, you know, he, he is a guy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. I love it. It's so great. It's, it's so empowering. It's like, so yeah, I don't know. It's mess. I just, I just yeah. emailed my prayer group for all of you guys right now. So, uh, <laughs> I appreciate it. I need as much prayer as I can get. Yeah, <laughs> I have not been to church since I've been to California. I emailed Kanye's, Kanye's congregation. Congregation. Does he, call it, does he call it the congregation, by Kanye the way? Congregation. Yeah, does he do that? Congregation. Yeah. Kanye congregation. Oh. It's, anyway, it's nice and yeah, simple. It works really well. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. it works. Yeah. It's all in the spelling. It's not, it's a visual. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's you not would a, read yeah. congregation. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. You know, yeah. I don't know. Like, what you, what it's you, funny, guys. It's what funny. Do you, what do you guys think <laughs> yeah. of that, like, kind of theory of the album, basically? Do you, does that make sense at all? Like, does that, yeah. like, change it at all, like, for you? Sounds it, good. Yeah, no, it makes it makes perfect sense. I I listen to it for the music. Um, like yeah. this is definitely an album where the lyricism I don't even pay attention to. It's almost like it's secondary. Like I'm not trying to hang on to anything he's saying in this. Um, it's not like you know I'm listening to the Blueprint or something yeah, like yeah, that. Yeah. Where it's like, oh, or this is Reasonable Doubt or 
ready to die or something like that. Like, yeah. I'm not trying to hang, I'm not hanging on to really any of the words. It's like, I'm just like feeling it. Yeah. I, I come for the production. It's so visceral. Exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. That's what, when I stopped, I think that's when I started liking it, when I stopped trying to listen to it and just started Mm. to feel it and uh, let it just like work its way through me. Um, But there's still skips. Like I still skip, send it up. Like I'm like, I don't want to listen to this. Mm. Yeah. That's my my least favorite one. Yeah. 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 Like for the pot, like I hadn't heard that song in so long when I was listening. Wait, wait, wait. We should, we should have that in the low lights when we get there. So let's let's save save your low light. I will save, I will save that (laughs) bit. My takes on that. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. I don't know. It's just like, um, yeah, I don't know. And it's like him. It's the, it's like the full picture of like the contradictions of Kanye of just like him being him wanting to stick to his roots. Like it's very, it's, this is like his most black album since like, you know, college drop dropout kind of like him, like embracing his blackness in a punk rock way, basically. Um, I can, I can, I can see why you say that. Yeah. <laughs> I can't agree. I can't agree. Yeah. Um, but I, I can see why you would say that. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. I don't know. It's definitely it's... the last time he kind of like, it's the, it's the last time he felt like that mm-hmm. to, a, you know what I'm saying? Like, all, like the themes of new, like uh, new slaves, like he doesn't really get into that kind of stuff in like Pablo. Yeah. Uh, yeah for yeah. example, it was like, that's kind of where it died mm-hmm. uh, back on Jesus in 2013. Yeah. <laughs> I want to say. Yeah. I wanna say. <laughs> um, so let's just take a let's take a quick break, and uh, we'll get into yeah. <laughs> Kevin with his sound effects and his visual humor, just like enhancing this whole thing. This, this is whole just endeavor. for you guys. So yeah. this is just for you guys. Special <laughs> treat. All right, we'll That's take right. yeah. We'll be taking a break. Click, and we're back here to talk about Jesus by uh, Kanye West. So, anyways. Uh, let's, uh, let's start with lowlights. Let's start with lowlights. Uh, what were some lowlights for you guys? I'm in it. Oh, okay. What? It's so nasty. It's, yes! <laughs> so, but that's the, that's yes! the good about it. I don't, it. I don't, no, so I don't care. Nasty. <laughs> no, but also just the lyrics are so cheesy when he's like, I'm a rack, rap lick prees. <laughs> yeah. yeah I bad. speak swag Healy. <laughs> but like the, you know, I put my fist in her like a civil rights. Oh my song. God. Oh yeah. It's, yeah. Yes. it's like it's like why but it's like but then it's like what it calls to like people like why are you taking this so seriously well he's not you know yeah. he's he's cl- just... yeah like he's being ridiculous he's like why do you think this is him like all the time you know like it's yeah like because <laughs> he's kind of degrading to women in other albums so i'm like yeah that's fair that's fair that's fair uh, <laughs> yeah i don't know i don't fuck with it so scared of my demons, I go to bed with a nightlight. Okay, I think it's I think it's boring. I love that song. I love the layer. I love the layers of it. I, again, I don't really care about what he's saying. Like, I just felt that song. I think that was one of those songs where I was like, uh, I was playing uh, for whatever reason. I was playing uh, Grand Theft Auto Vice City over back when I was first listening to this album a bunch of times. My mom and my brother had gone to like Disneyland or something. I used to live in Florida, so it was easy. It was not a picture mm-hmm. so they went to like disney world or something and i was yeah. just like listening to this album a bunch of playing video games so it was like i wasn't like thinking about it that's when i started to fall in love with it when i was just like hearing it in the background yeah and then i remember like the vibe of that song just kind of like 
and then it's just I'm there, in it and I can't there get is out a it. level of like yes you have to it's just like about feeling it and stuff yeah. like that it's like like just like the rhythm of that and how like yeah barrages you with like how chaos and Boney Bear showing up and then like oh, yeah. counteracting Kanye <laughs> that was like so weird too because he's like what does he say he's like grab that ass and shed your clothes okay I'm like, okay Boney but like Bear. The, the part that like is like really great is like him like when he's like i'm in it should have known i would fall like step stepping on cracks on the floor like basically he's like i failed my revolution basically you know i f- like so it's like his bony bear he uses features in this album like characters in a movie instead of like okay it's jay-z's verse now but Mo's yeah. deaf time you know it's like he, he's like <laughs> using it to evoke a mood and like play a character or another part of his mind, basically, you know, like it's him going, I shouldn't be doing this, you know? And it's, yeah, I love it. I love it. Yeah. It's cinematic. It. Yeah. It, 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 it is very cinematic, honestly. And uh, yeah, because normally uh rapidly rap rap fan, Kevin would not like you're saying like the rap league priest and stuff like that would be an immediate like, oh hell, like no. If like, you like did it at like a rap battle, like against like Eminem or whoever, you would like you would like be clowned out of town, like yeah, forever. like this is this is unacceptable. One, I yeah. thought the rap like I thought the rap like priest line was really good. I, I love rap it's lines like, like that. One of like it's it's like you know when he's like hurry up with my damn croissants. No. It's like yeah yeah, yeah it's. Yeah. You know, it's supposed to make you feel something, you know, you know, it's like whether you love it or hate it, it's supposed to make it's just those words together, like in the French ass restaurant. It's like so it's ridiculous. It's supposed to make you feel like hatred toward the character. And then like Michael talks about like, you know, like singing the chance verse of like, you know, handsome, you know, just like (laughs) because he hates it. You know, he yeah. hates it. And then he like, then he's baby, like, you look good. good you look handsome. handsome. But like, he like just, but then it like circles around to like being like, well, I guess it's working on some level, you know? Yeah. Me yeah. and my boyfriend will sometimes, I'll be like, hey, you look handsome today. And then he'll be like, baby, you look good. You look handsome. Like, totally ruining any compliment I have for him. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> and like, um, Christina Car- like made a point on the graduation episode because like this is kind of like drunken hot girls in a lot of ways. Oh Jesus! Like, oh don't don't you even <laughs> begin but like the to same compare. story function. The same story function. I just like you know that I, is the absolute worst Kanye song to ever be produced. With the I best, would agree with that. Yeah, with the best most deaf melody. That little do you mean Do you mean pre death Kanye song? Yeah, yeah, pre death Kanye. And I went super hard. There's a video of me celebrating getting the album. And there's another video of me on the internet celebrating him selling more records than 50 Cent because that was when that wow, was. Wow, that was a long yeah. time ago. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. I was, well, I mean, I was like early in YouTube, my YouTube year. So I was just yeah, making yeah. videos about anything. Oh, okay. <laughs> That's so um, But like the idea, what was I talking about? Like, um, you're comparing it, uh, yeah, you're like blaspheming he... by comparing it to drunken hot girls. <laughs> yeah, that's thematic. That's a real blasphemy. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Maybe the real <laughs> blasphemy was <laughs> the by friends who made along the way. <laughs> drunken hot girls take along the way. You know, Christina talked about like you know objectifying women isn't an interesting enough dark side or whatever. Like she talks about that, yeah. like, which is a valid point. But then it's like he's a sex addict. He's a sex addict. He's addicted to sex. He's like. He was addicted to pornography since he was five years old, and mm. being famous allows him access to access. like, as, you know, access to like the worst. Yeah, 
and just like allowing him to indulge in this part of this addiction he has basically and yeah. nothing wrong with like being freaky or whatever but like it's like <laughs> you know to the point of just like numbing yourself or just like you know if you're in like a depressed stupor and like you know hold my liquor is like him like he's an alcoholic you know yeah. he's, a, he's talking <laughs> about he's he's in my coma when he's sober you know when he's awake doing normal things yeah that's when he's in his coma like that is a cry for help that is like deeply depressing to like if someone just said that to you like i i feel like a barrier for like kanye's music is the fact that it's kanye saying all this stuff because like my white friends like you know when we were in high school like they did like a like a like a guitar cover of like uh you know yeah uh gold digger like or something like that just like an acoustic mm-hmm. guitar like and everyone was like yeah <laughs> like, they were like yeah this guy you were just oh, watching glee you know you know it's just like and it's just like the fact that it's kanye at the center just like yeah. michael said something along the lines of like yeah i can't see this guy like having problems and stuff like you know relationships troubles and stuff like that yeah. but like it's him like putting it boiling it down to like the cry for help, boiling yeah. it down, and him him saying, "I am not a god, I am a man, I'm a broken man." You know, yeah. Yeah. Kanye is the ultimate musical vessel. Like I, I almost don't even attach him to being like. That's why he never really comes up in rap conversations. Is like, yeah. I, I, when I'm talking about rap, I'm like I'm talking about like like I said, like Jay Z and Nas, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, Drake, even like I would never mention Kanye because it's almost like he's not even like a real person yeah he's just a vessel where all of these like weird streams of consciousness uh come through and uh were given to us but it's like he's not actually in the rap game he's just like i don't know it's it's, it's weird yeah. and it's a it's hard to describe but he that's why i don't like like this album like i was saying i didn't even like kind of pay attention to the lyrics of the album because yeah. it's just like Whatever it's Kanye, he's just saying yeah. things. Uh, you know, I know he doesn't. He's not in the French ass restaurant saying area with my damn croissant. It doesn't feel like a real thing. Oh, like, how many get your order? Hurry up with my damn croissant. Hurry up with my damn croissants. <laughs> you didn't order croissants. You didn't order any croissant. Uh, but you're like, I feel Welcome like Jay Z really lost Russell the. Wall. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> that's what it's. What if that's what it's called? Like that's just like the the most bougiest place in like France is French, French ass restaurant. restaurant. Yeah, yeah. It's like one of those. Th- like there's a down the street from me. There's this place called Best Fucking Pizza. Uh, hey, it's like, it's like yeah. It's just, it just could be like a thing like that. It's a, this is French ass <laughs> restaurant. Have you never been here before? Uh, yeah. Um, well, but yeah. <laughs> guy, he just doesn't seem like a real person. Is he, is yeah, basically what I'm. He's like he the, the he's like. Hu- the human id you know i don't know i feel like by saying that like oh he's not a real person like we don't need to listen to what he's saying that can i don't want to be like slippery slope but like he could be saying shit down the line that can like really yeah be yeah. hurtful or harmful well, and like yeah i think almost to that degree i feel like that's kind of how we ended up in the place that we did yeah. in 2016 and beyond because it was like whatever it's Kanye like we're laughing I was when he was doing those interviews and whatnot like everybody was laughing at that stuff but he wanted to be taken serious he was like dead but he's also like like, dropping jewels he was dropping wisdom like because he was privy to a world that we were not privy to you know he was seeing stuff like he was seeing racism on a different level than like you know and like how it broke down on like a more deconstructed level 
you know, the racism he like experienced and like the classism and like the barriers. Like he as Kanye West had it yeah. experienced. I, I mean, basically. it's the thing. His, like, his fan base is so strong that it's like no matter what he does, people are going to be like, oh, yeah, we love you, Kanye. We support you. Like you're amazing. And that's just going to keep fanning his ego, I feel like. Like, I don't know. It's just, it seems really toxic. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. It, 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 def- it definitely is. And it's like, for all of the reasons that I love this album are all of the reasons why I don't like Kanye now, which yeah. is uh, just an odd thing. I don't know. Maybe it's just because I was so much younger when I, you know, when this came out and I was just in a different place in my life where I was like, I could just kind of turn everything off and just be like, wow, this just sounds amazing. I can do this. I don't know if you guys noticed, yeah. uh, but I'm very expressive with my body. Yeah, and, um, <laughs> I, I didn't I like catch on really, to that. Yeah, <laughs> I really like to perform this stuff. Like, like I, you know, I was in the room with my girlfriend, and I was just like, she was on a Zoom call, and I was like, just she couldn't hear what I was listening to. I had the AirPods on, and I was just like, just uh. yeah. every time I listen to like Black Skinhead, like I'm just like, mm-hmm. oh, my sure. body, like I'm really performing it. Like I feel like I'm in a music video when I'm doing that. Oh yeah, yeah, um, and. Uh, Feeling that way about it, letting it get that deep within me, is I can understand how people got brainwashed to the degree that they got to. It's like, this man can do no wrong. Yeah. Whatever he's, whatever this little thing that he's doing is, there has to be a purpose behind it. Or maybe there's some hidden yeah, uh, yeah. thing here. He's trying to expose some racism and blah, 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 blah. A lot of this stuff is just bullshit. Like, honestly, it's just, uh, it's just uh, foolishness. Uh, a lot of smoke yeah. and mirrors. It's uh, like, Kanye. you know, the way I look at his presidential campaign is more like, you know, because the con- the um, SNL had a sketch about it with Donald Glover about just like, you know, what if this is all like a distraction, you know, and like this is a you know, to like the actual like political stuff that's happening in, in the yeah. world and stuff like that. And it's like that's also the danger of like parasocial relationships, because I'm not for me when I look at Kanye now, I'm like, oh, this is a man who's ill and suffering and like, you know, acting out because of that. Um, And then, you know, like that's like his latest breakdown, you know, where he was like crying in front of like people and stuff like that. Fucked up haircut. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) I think it was like natural culmination of living with the Kardashians and like being under that microscope for that long. Mm -hmm. He he said, he talks about like, you know, being driven crazy like you know people telling him yeah i couldn't do that i would be driven crazy yeah you know <laughs> like <laughs> i don't know it's it's interesting because like you know when you call someone crazy it can be a way to gaslight people with like yeah. mental illness you know when you're uh, like yeah. david dave Chappelle had that joke not joke but like you know i hate the word crazy it's dismissive basically and yeah. then then in the line uh you know black skinhead he talks about you know, claiming I'm overreacting like the black kids in Chirac, you know, yeah. Just, yeah. I, you know, I am, he's like, he says like, I feel like I'm the one, only one who's not crazy. Cause like I am yeah. seeing all of it basically. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. And in, in his head, it probably makes a lot of sense, but yeah. <laughs> uh, on out in the world, it's just like, what is happening with this, yeah. uh, mm-hmm. with this once great person. And uh, it's definitely finished. it's definitely hindsight bias for me because I never listened to his music until we yeah. did until we did this series, yeah. and so the only Kanye yeah. I knew was the from like 2016 on basically. So. Yeah. Mm-hmm. See, yeah, I would and I would feel completely different about this album if I hadn't heard it in 2013 mm-hmm. and I just heard it in 2021 and I just I don't know it would 
Yeah. I probably feel completely different because I wouldn't have that connection. Yeah. My, you guys can kind of, you know, from what I've told you guys, you can see where my connection with the album came totally. from. Like, yeah, just yeah. continuing to listen to it. It was almost like I got brainwashed or something. You know, I was in the Kanye cult out there wherever he does his little... I wear purple shirts and put weird dye in my hair. You know the thing that he does yeah, yeah. out there. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. That choir thing. <laughs> the choir thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We shoot yeah. cameras, the pinhole lens on Coachella camera <laughs> choir thing. Yeah. <laughs> that whole that yeah. whole thing. Yeah, that whole thing. <laughs> All right. I want to talk about a low light. Yeah. And please. going back to Hold My Liquor, I always hated this song. And it's a stupid reason why I always hated this song. Well, besides the fact that it's just not a good, particularly good song. I don't um, <laughs> but I always thought it was very weird that Chief Keith was the one saying the words because it was like he was like 17 at the time. Mm-hmm. And it was like, oh. I can't hold my liquor. And it's like, yeah, of course you can't. You're 17. <laughs> <laughs> You're 17. <laughs> yeah, that checks out, Chief Keith. Yes, this is exactly. Dang, why are you here? It just felt weird. I was like, why? Why is Chief Keep here? Like, it seemed like, especially at that time, and with this type of music and that Chicago sound that Mm -hmm. it was turning into, like kind of the drill sound that it was kind of turning into, it felt like there was a better use for Chief Keep than here on this uh, kind of like mellow song. Like, it should have been. He could have like been on uh, uh, even like Blood on the Leaves. Like, just throw him on one of the like hyper sure, 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 sure. There was a better use for him. I felt like that was just a, a bad choice. Uh, yeah, sure. To, a bad placement for um, uh, young Chief Keith. Yeah. So young Sosa. I think <laughs> I think he pairs nicely with Boney Bear, though. Just like how different they are as artists. Yeah. You know, just like the, the devil and the angel on your shoulder, on Kanye's yeah. shoulder, and then Kanye yeah. choosing to, you know, act out in this way. You know. Yeah. But Chief Keith was so hot at the time. Like it was like use. I always hate when people squander these opportunities. It's like yes. on uh, on Pablo when he just has uh, Andre 3000 at the end of 30, <laughs> 30 hours. He was in the studio. The room? He's, he's there. Just have him do something else. Do something else. I am like, still mad that like they, he like, you know, um, first of all, like Con- Kendrick has a great verse on like an unreleased song, like several unreleased songs on Pablo. Like, mm-hmm. you know, like, and he was going to release a Kanye Kendrick album, you know, together. Mm-hmm. And they, he's just like, sounds hot. Don't release it. You know? <laughs> <laughs> well, that's how I thought when we, when we talked about uh surf, that's like the, the, the guest artists they had appear. That's exactly how I felt. Like they did not utilize him at all. Like the Eric yeah. Badu song. I was like, this is. That's every everything guest felt. Oh, let it be yeah, cool. yeah, that's true. Yeah, well, <laughs> yeah Jeremiah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, I had yeah. a, literally, I hate, hate, hate uh, wasted potential uh, with a great sure. feature. Um, in the in the late '90s, what would happen a lot of time was that they would just have like, uh, if say like, uh, so and so featuring whoever, but then they would just only be on the hook of the song, and it was like, there's no verse. Yeah. Right, like you yeah, had yeah. Ludacris on this song, and he just sung a hook. Like, like that's a complete waste of Ludacris. There's a reason. There's a Drake and uh, Drakeo the Ruler song. I forget what it's called. It just came out a few weeks ago. And Drake just sings the hook. It's like, that's a... You wasted your Drake feature. You yeah. had a Drake feature. Drake mm-hmm. has given hits and made celebrities out of so many people. And you just wasted it. Drake took time out of texting Millie Bobby Brown to be on this song. So <laughs> let him do it. And you, and, you, and you wasted it. 
Shout out to Hawkins. That's what the H is for. <laughs> uh, what are some of the lowlights for you, Michael? You guys knocked him out. I think it's I'm in it and hold my liquor for me. I also don't love uh, Guilt Trip, but it's just, I don't know. I feel like the album kind of slumps in the middle, and it starts to pick back up in Guilt Trip, but it's not quite there. I like Send It Up and Bound too, though. I think I'm in it is, like Sean said, random. Like, the Jamaican <laughs> is, like, it's very random, and it's not very pleasing to listen to. It's It sounds like four different songs, but in, like, five minutes. So, and that's, not... like, that is, like, kind of Kanye's, it, when it works, that's his superpower of, like, melding genre. Of like, you know, and, like, but, different types of rap together, and, like, different, you know, country, like, not country, but, like, you know, R&B and pop and, you know, like, uh, just, like all these genres like drill electronic putting them all together in this pot making a better product but i feel i feel like it yeah i was gonna say i feel like it doesn't land for me like especially like on site when he on site abruptly stops and just throws in this sample that rules that moment rules it's the transition it didn't do it for me i don't know it's a car (laughs) crash i love that i remember in I, originally, when I first heard the album, On Sight was like the worst song that I've ever heard in my life. Um, and then it, it was one of those songs that grew on me as I kept listening to it while playing uh, Grand Theft Auto Vice City. Um, <laughs> but I, don't, I just, I, 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 I love that. It's just like a, change, yeah. a nice change of pace. It's something that is just completely juxtaposed. It's and it's so weird. And then he just goes right back into it. And this is like, yes, yes. yes. Let, me, let me show you right now. Before I give it up, and then he's it just was, like, it was fa- okay. It was fantastic. Another low light. I want to say, I send it up. It's just, just stupid song. I remember I made a video <laughs> like what Yeezus taught me, what Yeezy taught me, and it was just making mm. fun of the 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 hook on the song because yeah. it just doesn't make it. I mm-hmm. see this bitch up, it can't go down. It's like this is nothing. Like this, yeah. yeah. Like after I think it was just because Kanye wasn't saying it is like if I felt like if Kanye said that I wouldn't care that he said something that stupid. It was almost going like back to the Raplick Priest kind of thing. It was like, <laughs> this is stupid. Like, why would he say that? Lyrical Kevin has no room for that in his life. But <laughs> uh, from this other artist, I don't even remember who the artist was, but him saying it is just like, what? Huh? Well, huh? Send his bitch up. It can't go down. Like, this right. is stupid. Like, mm-hmm. and they're like, this is the entire hook. There's nothing else. Nothing else. <laughs> yeah, coming. it's this is right. It. It's so boring. <laughs> no, it's not. It just did not land for your boy. Yeah. Um, so yeah, that's an automatic skip. I have automatic skip. If I ever make a music podcast, it will be called automatic skip. <laughs> and, that's uh, a good, that's a good premise. That is I good. like that. <laughs> yeah. I, um, yeah, that's automatic skip. Guilt trip, also automatic skip. And then, mm-hmm. um, hold my liquor. Skipping those three sure. every yeah. single time. Those are my low lights. I love the instrumental on hold my liquor. It's like just Kate. It's, it's just it's it's again i i can't i hate using that word again it's just visceral it's just like yeah you know, it makes you feel like and it's like it's kanye like pulling back the veneer of like you know i'm actually a broken person you know of like yeah. i'm not cool this is not cool or glamorous or and like he, he even like in the the screams of i am a god like he's like he's saying like you know like i'm a god i'm trying to pump myself up but he's like terrified he's so scared you know, he's yeah. so paranoid, basically. Yeah. You know? I can almost not deal with that song either, also. Mm-hmm. Like, I, I'm a guy that's like one of those songs, like, I might listen to this. I might. It depends on how close I am to, oh, well, now with the AirPods, it's different. I just tap my ear and then it just goes <laughs> to the next song. But before, it was like, how, what is my proximity to something to change the song <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> at this present moment? Yeah. Where am I in this game? Can I stop for right. a second and change this song? It's fine. It's playing. 
Is it, is it a game that I could pause and go downstairs and have dinner when my mom calls me down? If so, I'll skip exactly. it. Right. Exactly. Yeah, yeah like listen exactly. through, yeah. walk a few feet. Yeah, exactly, exactly. Yeah, it's a, it's a game where like, I, I, can, I can have this or I can not have it. Yeah. It's, it's fine. I'm fine either way. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, my lowlights are mainly like, uh, and they're not even that, I don't think they're bad songs to me, just like Guilt Trip and Send Them Up. They're just like, um, I like the, you know, peeking through the keyhole line. It's like, pretty key to like you know the person that's the one personal thing he drops in that song um and but like i yeah send it up doesn't quite you know because like watching the throne had like that you know thesis of just like oh this is him going back to the club and you know realizing this is all bullshit but then he's like still like doing you know all that stuff again still like yeah um uh let's go through highlights highlights can i start this off because yeah. i want to cape for i'm in it that is my absolute <laughs> favorite song on this album wow. i love that song so much yeah uh, i don't know well i mean okay so again coming into it i heard the album one first first of all i heard the album in 2013 so i have the 2013 connection to it but i'm also a south florida kid like i i grew up listening to reggae like th- bringing oh. that element into it and then really selling it Cause sometimes a rap song will bring in a like a reggae artist or something, and it's kind of just like blend in with the song. And the way that Kanye used whoever that gentleman was, it was just it was just fantastic. Cause you didn't you didn't see it coming, and it just blended perfectly. He took yeah. the at the because it's like the point that, that he put him in. Like Kanye should have been at the track at that point because that's where the song was about to go up. And Kanye should normally be there, like um, on um, what is that Lamborghini Mercy, like all oh, Mercy, duh. yeah, uh, like on Mercy. The beat changes. That's where Kanye is. Kanye's on the best part of the song. He always puts himself wherever the best part of the song is. Mm-hmm. On the Power remix, when the beat changes, who's Jay Z doesn't rap anymore. Kanye raps. <laughs> Kanye raps now. Um, Diamonds. It's on yeah, and on yeah. and on. But the best part of the song, he gives it to the to the reggae artist, and he just. For me, he just knocks it out of the park, and then Kanye comes back in and kind of finish like finishes it. It's up, energy. Right? It's just like it's energy. Yeah, raw. Yeah, Urgh. when I'm on a treadmill. Yeah, yeah, it's a great <laughs> treadmill album. Like forty minutes. Yes. I yeah. will give it that. It's very energetic and the heavy bass. I love, but yeah, listening to the lyrics, I'm like, this is too nasty. It feels three dimensional. It feels like you know. It does. Yeah, it feels yeah. like alive, basically. Like yeah. I worked out to this album today. It's I, it's a good yeah. I felt very <laughs> yeah, straight. Yeah, yeah. Yes, yes, very straight. <laughs> yes, I did. I did. Uh, when I uh, when Andrew sent the um, the link over whatever Tuesday or whatever day that was, I listened to it that night uh, in the on the treadmill, and I was like, "This is this is gonna get me straight through it." I, I, and yeah. I, I did my four or five miles, you know, oh, hell in, yeah. no, in no time. Hell yeah. Um, another highlight. I want to mention is on Blood on the Leaves. Mm-hmm. He has the um, the Sea Murder uh, uh, Down for My Niggas sample in it, and that is just one of my favorite songs that has ever existed. And the fact that he was able to work it into that particular song, where it doesn't even it doesn't fit like the theme of the song, it doesn't fit with that song. That's one of the great fight songs in history. If yeah. you're at a party. Oh, well, at a party that from like where I'm from. If you're at a party where I come from and you hear that song, you should leave at that point. <laughs> <laughs> that is a cue because things are going to go left now. <laughs> that is a cue to leave. Um, so, yeah, the fact that he was able to work that 
in with the with the sample. The Nina Simone <laughs> like, sample. Nina Simone sample. Insane. It's just like it's like this doesn't make any sense. When I first heard it, I hated it. And again, when I was coming home from that date, I listened to it and I was like, this is fantastic. I don't know. I was in the car. Sometimes you got to hear stuff in the car. Yep. You get the yeah. oh, bass. Yeah. You get that that bass feel into it. And I was like, wow, this is hell yeah, yeah. I think there are fully car albums that are like yeah. meant for being in the car. Yep. Car. Yeah. 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 One thousand percent. I was uh, very mad when uh, that uh, who, who, I forget who it was, but he made that uh, car test show, and he just like listened to the album in the car with the celebrity. And I was like, that's a I should have hmm. made that show. <laughs> <laughs> that's a Kevin show right there. Uh, but yeah. Love, I absolutely love that he incorporated Sea Murder in uh, at that point. So that's a super hmm. duper highlight for me. Blood on the Leaves like grew on me for sure, and I, I love yeah. the the like when the bass comes in finally, because I yeah. felt like a lot of these songs really lacked like, I was really a lot of these songs I was expecting like a bass drop, and then there was a nothing, yeah, nothing came, yeah, yeah. and uh, but also the Nina Simone sample. I thought it worked really well, but it kept like scaring me. That's I had good. the volume up and yeah. it, the, I, thought the, I thought the song ended and it was really quiet. And all of a sudden it's like, freeze. And I'm like, oh. Yeah, because he comes back in with the, the like the, ah, ah, ah. You should have been some fun. You can't Now I don't know how I feel, but like, um, Blood on the Leaves, I liked, I think there was a time where I liked Blood on the Leaves more than Runaway. Like, of just, like, how visceral it was and, like, how it kind of served a similar function. And, like, how it was the... Th- those are the two epics on the album, basically. Of Blood on... And, like, you know, there's a part of me... Like, obviously, you know, he's, like, keep them separated. I call that apartheid. Like, that's, like, obviously he's... That, that's, like, there's some insensitivity to, like, yeah, it's not the same. <laughs> like, that's not the same. But there's, like, I love how you he puts the Nina Simone sample in the modern beats to like show oh, sure. that racism is like this level of like racism is still ruining lives and like this like th- and like the idea of like um what's it called like th- it's like the it, it goes back to college dropout like racism still alive they just be concealing it and then like it this is also like all falls down a little bit like she instagram herself like bad bitch alert he instagram his watch like mad rich alert he only wants to see that ass in reverse two thousand dollar bag with no pat cash in your purse <laughs> the idea of just like it's a it's like a you know you're you're like buying things and consuming things and like participating in this society that like tears families apart ruins relationships and you go out the other end empty and alone and your your soul's gone basically speaking of soul uh i want to i want to say i also love the fact that it was like a different interpretation on a soul sample which is a thing that he's known for and it's just a completely outside the box version of a soul sample that you would expect from kanye west like a 2004 kanye would have made a completely different song with that nina simone sample than 2013 kanye made uh with it and i feel like that was one of the few times where he's like take a soul sample and just kind of flipped it to that degree mm-hmm. like t- just kind of like turned it on his head he didn't like completely- pitch it up and like make it like you know yeah. really fast yeah <laughs> yeah shout out to that era of kanye just he just literally completely changed the game there was everybody was trying yeah. to do that uh including me but i was only <laughs> make these beats that sound like vampire theme songs it's like why can't i figure this fruity loops thing out <laughs> Yeah, like, but like, Blood on the Leaves is like him. Like, it was supposed to be the first song on the album. 
it was supposed to be number one. And Kanye was like, psychologically, I knew that would make people like the album more. But then, like, because it's like a flashback. It's like him going, like, him losing his innocence. He posits this problem and all falls down. Like, covering yourself up with consumerism to feel good only for the white man to get paid off of all of that. But then this is the conclusion to what this is the logical conclusion if you keep going down this path to the point of like you you being an empty person now and like he's like pointing out to the girl but he's also pointing at it out at himself like i am a like it's and like kanye said like you know people always say like you know why are you so hypocritical like yeah i'm a person you know <laughs> like no one can like say they're not a hypocrite you know like no one can have these values that you know they you know value and then like com- follow through all the way you know basically you know he and that's like the thing that's beautiful is like he is a part of it but he also is speaking out against it but he's you know stuck in the cycle and it's him trying to break free you know yeah michael what are some highlights uh highlights real quick i think black skinhead is my favorite song yeah of kanye west ever maybe i oh. think it's very hype it's very fun i think uh he does say like <laughs> you know stuff that i don't like that he says you know like you know like he's always throwing around slurs that i think are really wild um but i really <laughs> like that song <laughs> uh i think my next favorite is also new slaves it has one of my one of the best kanye lines of all time which is the uh fuck you in your hampton house i'll fuck your hampton spouse came in her hampton blouse and her hampton mouth i think that's so like such a good turn of phrase i think it's cool <laughs> yeah it's I think it's one of his best verses. Like, I think it's like, yeah. it's so yeah, like second verse. Yeah. Yeah. It's what's it called? Like, and it, like the lot, I actually like in college, I wrote a paper on this song because of the line. <laughs> of, like, meanwhile, the DEA like teamed up with the CCA. It's just like the idea of, you know, the, the prison industrial complex is like the new version of slavery. It's a way to like control black people. Like, yep. It's a way to keep them down and stuff like that. But he's also yeah. speaking to, you know, like, it's just like the idea, like, we just want clean water. We just yeah. want, we just want things as good as like, you know, like, cause like, yeah, you're, you're, you're giving us nothing. Yeah. That's why yeah. I felt like, I mean, this yeah. was a highlight for me as well. And I just, it felt like lyrically going back to like college dropout or something where he was, I don't know, to me rapping about something like substantial. I don't know. So I just, I, I like that era of Kanye. And so this felt very reminiscent of that. Yep. 1000%. This is a completely different Kanye. Again, about turning the lyrics off. Um, this was one of the ones that definitely had some, had some meat on the bones. Yeah. It's like, and it's like, uh, you know, in college dropout, he's like really sad about his cousin being in jail. And then here is like, wait a second. Like this is, this is a setup basically like, th- and I am going to, like, and I'm going to scream and yell until people understand me. Yeah. <laughs> the thing he said about these interviews is like, he's like trying to articulate himself. Like, that's a thing. That's the other thing about him. He's like, his, he stopped being an underdog, but instead he's now like, he feels like he's very misunderstood, you know? Yeah. 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 And he's like, that's something he's like trying. That's why he raps is so that he could be understood. And that's why, yeah. like, when he like says like ridiculous stuff on like interviews, it can be misconstrued in a really awful way. And like, some of it is awful, but like, it's like when he like sits down and writes a rap song, 
he thinks about it more. You know. Yeah, when Consequence sits down and writes Kanye's rap song, <laughs> yeah, he thinks about it while Kanye sits yeah. in the corner. <laughs> I think it's like though, like he, it's it's like um him having a vision though. It's like him, yeah. Kanye, like this is the stuff I want to express, and then you guys like help me like bring it out, basically. Yeah, yeah, no, no, what one hundred percent. I actually, I think this album in particular is one that Kanye probably wrote a majority of himself Yeah, yeah. Uh, without the help of the GLCs and consequences of the world. I think it was just like a lot of Kanye. And I think that's why it was kind of all over the place to a certain, you know, to a certain extent. And there wasn't much lyricism to it. It was just kind of like, I'm just, these are Kanye-isms <laughs> and here they are in your face. I'm going to slap you with them. I think though, like that's a different version of lyricism of just like, you know, pop songs are lyrical because they stick in your head, you know? Like that's a that's another way to be lyrical instead of you know going like I'm a lyrical spiritual I, I, all the birds of the day we go you know like do, yeah. like lyrical, going crazy lyrical. while saying nothing basically you don't want to hear it though yeah <laughs> I don't know like I like um ugh, I feel like I'm not expressing why I like this album so much for like like as you like, have done a great job <laughs> expressing why you like I feel like you've done the best job of anybody yeah uh, saying why you like it because they didn't like it. I like it because I just feel it. Mm-hmm. And then you you have actual reasons to like the album. Like, yeah. I just like it. I just like hearing it. Yeah. yeah I, like, I just like hearing this album. Like, I don't... I, I mean, uh, um, Late Registration is my favorite Kanye album, oh, obviously. Yeah, it's yeah. just a fantastic album. And I, I want to listen to all the things he's saying on that album. Uh, this album, I just want to hear it. It's just like, guys, mm-hmm. just turn, turn that shit on and uh, hit the treadmill and put it on six or seven and let's roll. Yeah. Uh, last thing, just like bound, like, I think we should just quickly talk about bound Two. Um, yeah, it's just like him resolving the Classic album, Kanye. you know, just like him going like, you know, it's all good at the end of the day. You know, yeah. like, I don't know. It's like bound to, it's kind of just like him going like, you know, cause like in, uh, the last song of my twisted fantasy, he's like, um, you know, let's break out of this fake ass party, you know, to Kim basically and then him this is him getting his dream girl basically you know and like fulfilling that basically they're just like um breaking out of a party and stuff like that and um yeah i don't know it's not my favorite kanye song to, for, for me personally but it's just like a nice revol- resolution to the album basically uh just yeah that's that's really i agree it, it definitely has a, it definitely have its placement there i think it's always was interesting to me how when I first heard it, it was like, oh, wow, this is the Kanye I love. This is what I wanted out of anything that Kanye makes. Um, and then, you know, after I started falling in love with the album, it just kind of go, kept going down the pecking order. It was like, oh, I love this. Oh, I love this. I love this. And it is just like, I still love Bound too, but it, I was more open for more different types of Kanye at that point, I feel. Um but it still was a nice little like a uh, little little college dropout treat. Yeah, it's just yeah. like you know, it's that dichotomy that's like you know troublesome sometimes. It's just like I'm his old Kanye, and just like mm-hmm. sometimes it's all it's it's all him. You know, it was always yeah. him. He told us who he was at the very beginning. You know, yeah. he's still in in some ways he's still talking about the same things. You know, and like that's what's oh. really sad is like, oh man, like I still recognize old Kanye and new Kanye. And like yeah. it's so sad to see him like this, you know. Yeah, yeah, he's just the broken, burnt out version of himself now. So let's get into final thoughts and ratings. The way this works is we'll uh, give rate this record out of ten with a fun metric at the end. So who would like to go first? 
I can do it. <laughs> do it. Yeah, first listen through, I mean, I was I was intrigued, and I really did like it. And uh, I was listening to it in the car. And so I think, like, I was listening to it more from an instrumental perspective. And so the heavy bass, just the unique sound of it, yeah. really, like, I was like, oh, I really fuck with this. And I was like, oh, this is really cool. He's going in a completely new direction when he didn't have to. And I think that's really admirable for an artist just at any point to be like, you know what? I have a dedicated fan base, but I'm going to do what I want to do. I think that's really cool. Um, yeah. Then I started listening to the lyrics and I was like, I don't really care about anything he really has to say at this point. Mm-hmm. Um, I think there are some highlights for sure that we touched on um, some th- songs that I think hit really hard. Um, but that's kind of what I enjoyed a little more about my beautiful dark twisted fantasy was he was touching on kind of similar subjects, but he felt there felt like there's a little more heart to it, I guess. Um, but also just a lot of the lyrics on this album are just goofy as fuck. Yeah. And 1000%. Yeah. And I just, it doesn't land with me. Um, <laughs> and it's, it's just, some of it's like, just, it's just offensive and. Oh yeah. Yeah. I don't Parkinson's know. Parkinson's line's pretty bad. You know. the, the sweet and sour sauce. I don't know. That's <laughs> I like that. I thought that oh was funny. yeah! <laughs> I thought that was funny. <laughs> You're allowed to think it's funny. Yeah, yeah I'm allowed to think yeah, it's funny. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but yeah, I just I don't really. Again, I think instrumentally it's a really cool listen, but ultimately I just I don't really care about it. Um, so I'll give it six damn croissants out of ten. <laughs> Oh, love that. <laughs> Thank you. I can go next. Um, I think I like this album a lot. I was really pleasantly surprised on first listen like Sean. But unlike Sean, it didn't fade <laughs> away after multiple listens. I think I just enjoyed it more to listen to. There are a couple of weak spots in it for me, but I like how concise it is i feel like kanye yeah, lets yeah. his albums get too long and this is like mm. 40 minutes like every track is pretty good like even the ones that slump or you know would be you know middle of the road on another album for me i think um mm. so i would give because of all that i would give this and i love the production on it sorry i wanted to say that i love the production yeah. on it i think production is so 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 important to me and like how the tracks actually sound and it's so different it's like it's like kind of it's very like uh industrial almost is kind of the yeah. sound of yeah, the album yeah. and i think it's really cool it's like sophie's production it kind of yep. reminds me of Arca. um but i really like it uh i think i would give this album nine hampton blouses Whoa. out of ten wow yeah way higher than what i thought you were gonna give it all right uh kevin we turn to you now all right uh the, the stage has been set uh for me um i just really connected with this uh with this album i don't know why i've just i kind of been spending this podcast just kind of like trying to think about where i was in my life at this point and i remember exactly where i was when i listened to the majority of it like i told y'all like i was on a date when i started liking this song or i was playing vice gta vice city when i started loving this song and i was just kind of like thinking about what i was doing with my life and why i connected to this so deeply and I don't know, maybe it was just that it was just something so different about it and I just didn't expect to like it um, because I I do like many genres of music and most of my favorite, even though I'm like super hip-hop, rapidy rap, most of my favorite songs are like uh, melody-driven. Like, for example, uh, my... 
<laughs> one of my favorite songs is the the Lombada. Uh, I just love that song because it was one of the songs where I heard it when I was a little kid. Like my cousins or someone watching one of the Lombada movies, and that that melody just was stuck in my head for so long. I don't know any actual words of the song, but it just sounded good. And this kind of like revisited that for me, and I um, absolutely uh, loved it. And um, I'm gonna give it. Huh. Actually, you know, it's kind of weird that they this 10 songs exactly because it kind of gives it a perfect rating system. It's like, I like this many of the songs, so I'm going to give it that. Um, but I'm going to uh, go outside of that and I'm going to give it eight and a half Jerome's watching their mouths out of 10. Yeah. All right. <laughs> like I said, I feel like I didn't do this album as much justice as I could have. Um, that how much I like, I don't know. Like it's, um, just like, I don't know. I, I just like, I'll watch the Zane Lowe interview every so often. And I'll just like, I'll understand everything he's saying. You know, I'll, I'll really get like the thing about like him saying like, um, you know, self hate is, you know, like people will like, uh, that's the what that's a big thing controlling people. You know, if you hate yourself, like, you're not going to like, that's what's stopping you. You know, if you hate yourself, that's what's stopping you basically. And then like this, like he's saying like, I'm just the espresso to help you get going in the morning, you know? And I, I feel like it serves that purpose of the soundtrack of creativity of just like inspire. It really inspires me to tr like do like to try and break free from, you know, the weight of like poor self-esteem like that weighing me down every single day of just like, if I see this guy living his life and doing superhero acts and making this high quality music and like doing like challenge, like these like challenging, like these six albums that we covered, like how challenging they were and how like beautiful they were. And now how like, you know, he always like pushes himself to be better and like move on to the next thing. And like, that is like, so inspiring to me as a guy who uh just like struggles with that a lot thinking anything thinking that i'm gonna amount to much more than you know what i am right now yeah so that's very inspiring and then just like the level of like the fact that it follows a three-act structure is like really like it's very compact like in a way that's like really gorgeous and then the music the music is very daring and like crazy and like expressive and like uh, all over like and like really really like incredibly it seems random but it's actually like really intricately like produced and stuff like that and then finally just uh yeah i love all the themes it touches on i love I, I love it talking about just like how like the thing we're taught in school is just like yeah slavery was bad but you know it's all done now you know we're all good now <laughs> but like it's like it's like it's it's still happening. You know, all this stuff is still happening. And like at, at this point in his career, Con at this point, this is like one of the last times Kanye tried to use his like, you know, super star status for like good kind of just like trying to say like, you can be free if you want to be, you can, you can break out of this. If you want to, you don't have to be controlled by this. Um, while also recognizing yet, I'm still under their control. I'm still like not there yet, you know, so I really appreciate that. I really like that. So I'm going to give this 
9.5 French ass restaurants out of 10. So yeah. Yeah. All right. <laughs> so, uh, thank you so much, Kevin. Uh, think this is yeah, no a great doubt. time. Um, let's get into our, <gasps> I've been meaning to listen to that. And, and we and did. We did. Play- playlist. playlist. Yeah. Perfect. So, um, <laughs> Yeah, now we're going to put some songs on the playlist. Uh, I'll go first. Uh, the first song I'll pick is Buzz Cut by Brockhampton featuring Danny Brown. Click. Who let the dope boys out? Thank God you let me crash on your couch. Who's my guy that I'm praying to now? Early 2000s, they try to jump me in Latino protection. Any direction, you gave me your blessing. Texting, I text them. I um, so yeah, the album t- cover looks very similar to Jesus. Like, it's just like a CD cover. Um, that's really cool. And then like just the raw energy and the raw pulsating power of it is like really, you know, Kevin abstract is just talking about like how is there's like gener generational, like his family's cursed basically. And then like, it's like pulsating beat crazy stuff. And then, uh, the other pick is, uh, how much a dollar costs by Kendrick Lamar. Click. How much a dollar really costs? The question is detrimental, private lines in my thoughts. Parasites in my stomach keep me with a gut feeling, y'all. Gotta see how I'm chilling once I park this luxury car. Hopping out, feeling big as Uh song's great. It's like, uh, just like, kind of like, Kendrick is like, not the same as Kanye, but like, his, it, it, he's similar in, in terms of like, his superstardom. Just like, every album he drops is like, an event now, basically. And, um, so yeah, this is like t- from to Pimp a Butterfly, and it's like just like him talking to a homeless man, and then the homeless man turns like the homeless man asks for a dollar, and then Kendrick says no, I'm gonna keep all my money, and then the homeless man turns out to be God, and like he like he's like <laughs> oh no, <laughs> what have I done? Uh-oh. <laughs> whoopsie doopsie. Um, but it's like really, it's really like thoughtful and like really just. Yeah, it's incredible. I, um, uh, hey, hi, hello, yeah, what's up? I will be picking a song from one, one of my favorite songs of all time from uh, Kanye West's future wife. Uh, the song is Luxury by Azalea Banks. No! <laughs> Click. This song is great, and as we all know from Azalea Banks' Instagram post today, she will be marrying Kanye West. So get ready for the new Joker and Harley Quinn of 2021. A match made in hell. <laughs> <laughs> Truly. Yeah. So, cool. yeah. But uh, I actually love that song, So, and that is the song I put on the playlist. So sorry, everybody. <laughs> cool. Uh, I'll go quickly. Uh, my song is Afterwards by Arca. Click. Um, Arca actually did some production on Yeezus, and I love Arca's work, and she's just a really great industrial artist, and her latest album, uh, this song afterwards, uh, features Bjork doing vocals, and you, you know me, I love some Bjork, and uh, she's like, she's singing in Spanish, and it's just, her vocals are soaring and beautiful, and it's just a really amazing song with this kind of like really quiet industrial beat underneath it it's really cool so check it out all right kevin what's a song you want to put on our playlist song or two there's a song i 
I had heard a part of it before, and I never actually heard the actual song until this past week. It's a it's an artist who's very popular on TikTok. Her name is uh, Fouché. I don't know if you ever heard this song. Deep in that, I've been going off the deep end. Da 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 da. Think, don't give me a reason. It's a it's a. I I did. I thought that was the entirety of the song. I, but there's a whole different layer of it where she's like rapping on it, and I don't know. It's just a it's a super dope song, and it kind of fits on a lot of video because I posted. I post videos and stuff. I obviously do social media and whatnot. And it just kind of works in a lot of different, like, vibey type videos. Like, I saw it. The first time I saw it this past week, it was a video in a woman. She was uh, doing, like, uh, tricks on her motorcycle. And that song was in it. It's like, this song shouldn't work so well with this video. But it just does. Because it feels like I haven't dissected the song enough. But it felt like it was about suicide when I originally saw her sitting down. She was like playing it uh, a guitar and she was just kind of like singing it like on the floor. And I didn't realize a real version of the song existed <laughs> until like Wednesday. Um, but it's a super dope song. Uh, her name is Fouché and the song is called Deep End. I've been trying not to go off the deep end. I don't think you want to give me a reason. I've been trying not to go off the deep end. I don't think you want to give me a reason. I had to come flip the script. Thank you so much, Kevin. This is such a great time. Like, forgive us for running a little long. Um, but, like, yeah, like, uh, Kevin, what would you like to plug? Um, I would like to plug myself. Uh, all my social medias are at Kev Chestnut because the whoever owns Kevin Chestnut on each of the social medias refuses to give it to me. Um, I've sent DMs. I've tried to report their accounts on several occasions, but Twitter and Instagram and all of the other platforms will not give it to me. Well, the so, Instagram is not even a person. It's just like a TikTok repost page I saw. So yeah. Really? Yeah. It's, it's kind of funny how that stuff kind of pops up. There was a fake brother account that we just kind of like repost what all the, the stuff that we posted. Uh, there's a Twitter one and there was an Instagram one. We have like a, but like our following is very big on Snapchat. We have 22 million subscribers on Snapchat. All we're just, we, we neglected all of the other social medias for so long. If we would have just even made an attempt at it in 2016, <laughs> we would have a million subscribers on everything. Yeah. <laughs> at least a million. Yeah. Because <laughs> 22 million, I mean, that's a lot of people. Um, but anyway, follow your boy at Kev Chestnut on all social media platforms. Yeah. Uh, Sean, where can people follow you? You can follow me on uh, Instagram at T1 underscore Sean 599. Yeah. And, and, uh, and you can Mike. follow me. At Lemon Taco on Instagram and Twitter. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, you can follow me at Andre Lee on Instagram and Twitter. Uh, you could follow me on. You can follow the show at IBMTLTT on Instagram and Facebook. Uh, and uh, yeah, you could visit our website IBMTLTT.com, and our um, email is I've been meaning to listen to that at gmail.com. And uh, for every dollar, you know, for every dollar you give, donate, we'll donate one dollar to Chicago Freedom Schools. So now, every then, review you leave on the podcast, we'll donate for every $1 like to rating Chicago and Freedom review. Schools. Yeah, yeah, yes. Um, so then, uh, 
yeah thank you so much sean and michael for indulging like indulging me and talking about kanye west like it really means a lot it's really i know like you guys are like dead inside but like um we both haven't had dinner too as part of it (laughs) you owe us big time buddy. Um, yeah like that's it's very it's very like really nice and really like uh yeah, I, I I'm glad that I at least got you to understand on some level yeah. why I you totally. know, I really appreciate like his artistry and stuff. I'm glad we did it. That being said, I'm ready to talk about other things, you know? <laughs> like I'm re- I'm ready to talk about other things. We'll see if he releases another album, maybe we'll talk about that. But um that's it for Conmay West. Uh thank you so much. And now we'll have a closing sentiment from Kevin. I just want everyone to love themselves as much as Kanye West loves himself. So Wow. So powerful. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) All right, everybody. Thank you so much, everybody. Have a good day. Click. Hey, everybody. It's me, Andrew, here to do a very quick coda epilogue on Kanye West, the month-long dive into Kanye West's discography. Uh, First of all, I just wanted to say thank you to Sean and Michael for indulging me and allowing me to do this. It was really nice of them. Um, They could have outvoted me and said, no, we don't want to do this. But um, they were very nice in uh, letting indulging me in this way. It was really meaningful to have the, the space and the platform to explore these feelings of why Kanye was so meaningful to me. And, uh, you know, also the um, the ethical dilemma surrounding being a fan of Kanye. And, you know, it was really hard to deal with that by myself, like both, you know, the beauty of Kanye's music, but also the, you know, the the guilt and shame about enjoying someone's enjoying his music in this way. Um, So, you know, I just wanted to thank them and also the guests, you know, Jaquis and Christina and Ariam and Talia and Kevin for lending their time and being so generous with their, you know, knowledge and stuff like that. I, I really, I really am like so uh, grateful for that. And then, um, yeah, basically just Kanye's music was very meaningful to me during the pandemic. Uh, you know, when I was going through a lot of depression and when I was going through a lot of self-doubt and self-hatred. Um, and Kanye's music and his personhood really taught me, first of all, the system is set up so that through social media, through the political system and capitalism and all that stuff, his music really taught me that, first of all, it's a system that's been set up to put you down but also that you don't have to live that way. You know, you don't have to live in that, you know, you can affirm who you are. You could um, believe in yourself and you could, if you have good friends and if you have like, if you have a good family and a good support system and a belief in yourself and all of these things, you can, you can be who you know you could be, you know? And that is really really special and really beautiful to me and really um, life changing for me when I always assume that I'm not going to amount to much, you know? (laughs) So, um, so there's that, you know, there's that. Um, But I've also learned, I've, I've learned the, through these episodes, the, the gravity 
of how painful the things he said are and the hurt he's caused, uh, you know, and the hurt he's perpetuated and, you know, the betrayal he, he people feel around him. It's th this month has really made me very sensitive to that. Um, it's a lot. It's a lot to grapple with. It's a lot to live with. So like, you know, through, through this month, through Tali's episode, for example, like she kind of brought up the idea that like, you know, all these, all these, all the things he's taught, first of all, other people, it's not new per se. It's not a new thing. You know, there are other artists that can provide that same feeling. And my identity doesn't have to be wrapped up with Kanye's that if he falters as a man, as an artist, that I myself can, you know, obviously be hurt and obviously be be troubled by that. But even Kanye West can't take away what he's given me, you know, and that's the that's kind of the beauty of like great art, you know, <laughs> in a lot of ways. I'm I'm rambling, but, you know, it's I just feel like I had to have to get this out here. So I'm just going to take what Kanye's given me. You know, I'm still going to be like for now, I, I can't predict the future. I'm still going to be a fan. I'm still going to enjoy his stuff. But the thing I'm going to do is take what he's given me and run with it. Not as a fuck you, you know, but as like kind of like a relay race of just like, you know, there's that quote in The Last Jedi of like, we are who we grow beyond. I'm going to take all the positive feelings and all the beauty and you know, self-esteem and all that stuff that Kanye has, that I've gifted myself. Like he didn't actually do it. I, I, he just helped unlock it. You know, it's all, it's always been in me, you know, basically I'm going to take that and I'm going to be a better artist. I'm going to be a better friend. I'm going to be a better worker and family member and act, activist and member of my community and yeah i'm, I'm that's what i'm gonna do so you know yeah so that, that's that's it uh that's the end of con may west thank you so much to anyone who's listening and to anyone who's still listening to this indulgent you know garbage <laughs> that's not garbage to to like me being indulgent and stuff like that um so I'm tired. You're tired. Jesus wept. You know, <laughs> click.